Welcome to the Melissa Rx Scripts Podcast, the show that brings you lively conversations with leaders, colleagues, and friends in healthcare, pharmacy, and beyond. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for the Melissa Rx Scripts Podcast. I'm Melissa Muir Corrigan, and I'll be your host. This is episode 45 of the Melissa Rx Scripts podcast, and thanks for listening. Well, we're recording this episode as we wrap up season four. Thanks for joining us on this wild journey in 2021. Our stories and conversations continue to connect us and generate new ideas and add room at the table. I'm so grateful for the Melissa Rx Scripts podcast community and the pharmacists, pharmacy technicians, and learners working so hard every day especially during these trying times. Thank you. Well, now on today's podcast, I'll be highlighting some key themes from our outstanding guests, which may include a prescription or life lesson that they shared. And I encourage you to think about how it may apply to your life or your own journey. Hosting the Melissa Extras podcast, I continue to learn and grow. I wanna thank my season four guests for your time, leadership, and vulnerability. Kudos to the fabulous team at Executive Podcast Solutions, Kate Cruz and Jeremy Kaur, who helped make the magic happen. And just wanted to let you know, in 2022, I'm revamping the Melissa Rx Scripts podcast for season five. In the meantime, there's some ways that you can help us. Please subscribe and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. This greatly helps grow the Melissa Rx Scripts podcast and impact more people. We encourage you to download and also provide guest and topic ideas for season five and beyond. Well, here we go. Each episode I ask, is there one prescription or life lesson you'd like to share with others or comment on in the spirit of Melissa Rx scripts? Kimber Booth in episode 43, Be Bold and Strategic, helps us get started on this one. And boy, did she share so many gems that are helpful as we kick off 2022. One of the, the topics that's uh, near and dear to me is about being bold and strategic. And my word of the year last year was bold. Uh, my word of the year this year has been connect. So my main prescription is for people to be bold and strategic. And I want people to be bold and strategic both in their careers and regardless of what level they're at, whether they're a big L or a little L, as Sarah White often speaks about, but also to be bold with their life and being strategic about, you know, what they want to do, where they want to be, these kind of things, what do they want to incorporate? So my main recommendation and prescription is to be bold and strategic with your life and career. Kimber's prescription involves thoughtful planning and looking at both career and life. My conversation with Kelly Kent, episode 41, Transforming Pharmacy Practice, Advancing Pharmacy Technicians' Roles, included insights about balance and supporting all women colleagues. Let's listen to what she had to say. One of the things I think I've had to really learn over my life is just is, is to find balance. And I think that is not necessarily something, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's not necessarily something that you achieve. I think I've just had to learn to be okay with myself and knowing that, all right, today I, I've got to stay late at work because we've got this deadline, but 
you know what? Last Saturday with when Iowa was playing Penn State, I took the day off. There was no work done that day. <laughs> so I'm really working on trying to, to find that balance. And that looks different for everyone. And I think just embracing that and supporting and getting back to the theme of Women Pharmacists Day, just being a support for all of our women colleagues in pharmacy, because it looks different for all of us. And the ways that we practice pharmacy is, is similar between all of us, but the number of hours that we, that we spend on it and integration into our practice, it's, it's a little bit different, but everyone benefits, everyone has a role. So we just need to remember to be accepting of all that and, and patient with ourselves too. We have experienced so much these past couple of years, misadventures, loss, and low points. In episode 40, Take the Road Less Traveled, Kelly Mush shares about finding meaning and value. Let's learn more about Kelly on this one and how to look for the joy. Boy, is that so important right now. So connect all the items that we've talked about today, personally and professionally. I encourage each and every one of the listeners here to find meaning and value in the misadventure. I find it essential as a leader to be your true and authentic self. That comes with practicing vulnerability, showcasing empathy, being in tune with your emotions, and sometimes taking a misstep or experiencing an unfortunate event. For me, a few bold steps in my career have assisted me in advancing rather quickly, but I've also had low points and failures. If in the moments of defeat, I had latched on to those feelings, I may have jeopardized my home life, like working too late or bringing that emotion home, or maybe miss that next opportunity. So as we just talked about, everything does happen for a reason. And if you can navigate that with meaning, your life will be filled with joy and opportunities will come your way. Kelly encouraged us to look for the joy. In episode 44, Never Hold Yourself Back, we heard from Sharon Karina about what to do when doubt creeps in. It's a good one. My prescription would be to never hold yourself back. So often we allow other people to influence who we are and what our decisions are and what we're capable of. And sometimes those doubts just naturally creep in. So being able to listen and build your confidence in yourself is critical, critical to any development and growth that you have personally, professionally. So listen to that voice. Sometimes it's us that holds ourselves back and we have to stop ourselves. So always, always have confidence in your ability to move forward and in your ability to be great in whatever way that you're looking for, whether it is a professional endeavor, whether you want to focus on being a parent or a caregiver, whether you're doing it all or you need to take a step back from everything. Melissa, our ex Scripps guests, often share prescriptions or life lessons they've learned from family members. Sarah Dreyer, in episode 41, Transforming Pharmacy Practice, Advancing Pharmacy Technician Roles, shared this one from her dad. My parents did an amazing job at teaching me to earn what I get and what I have. So I've always kind of had a little motto of like work hard while you can because with balance, of course, Kelly, <laughs> but I want to be proud of myself at the end of everything. And I just, I know that the more that I achieve and the harder 
that I work while I can. The happier and more at peace I'm going to be when I can no longer work. And I, I want to be proud of myself as long as I can <laughs> with what I do. I was so moved by Jan Skelton and her experiences navigating some big life challenges, which she shared on episode 38, You Can Do Hard Things. Thanks, Jan, for reminding us to keep moving. I think Robert Frost's quote that says, the only way out is through, couldn't be more right on target for how I've learned um, that you have to focus in your life and you know, things happen and you don't get the, uh, there's really no latitude for curling up in a ball under the kitchen table. Um, you kind of have to pick yourself up and you have to keep moving and believe it or not, the sun does come up tomorrow. Sometimes you wish it didn't, but it does. And so keep moving. Um, and eventually, uh, regardless of the challenge or the disappointment or whatever it might be, it lessens over time. And, and just, it, it only lessens if you keep moving, um, being stagnant to is not really a viable option. So that's what I would share. Sometimes we add things to our lives and other times we need to let go and get rid of some stuff. In episode 42, Life's Too Short, Kennedy Erickson digs deeper on this one. When I was going through a rather difficult time in my life, I reached out to my dad and he said three simple words that kind of changed my life. And he said, life's too short. And those three words motivated and gave me courage to sort of change my life. I let go of aspects of my life that were not bringing me joy and prioritized finding aspects that do. So I think I'd just say, be brave enough to do what makes you happy, even if it seems scary letting go and taking on new risks. A quote by Bethany Hamilton that I just absolutely love is, courage doesn't mean you don't get afraid. Courage means you don't let fear stop you. 2021 had many moments, including one of the year's biggest from the most decorated gymnast of all time, Simone Biles, who focused a global light on health, especially mental health. Let's close our season four recap with wise words from Jacinda Abdul Mutakabir, Dr. Jam, episode 39, Take a Break, Take a Breath, reflecting on this important topic. Thank you, Dr. Jam. I think that I would like to share and just to discuss the importance of mental health. So keeping mental health at the forefront. So with me, to be completely transparent, um, and I want to start by first, you know, thanking Dr. Ryback, who is, uh, I guess, my ultimate mentor. I'm so appreciative to him because he really went out, on, went out on the limb. I didn't have the training that he usually looks for, but he, you know, took me on board to his fellowship anyway, and I'm so appreciative of that. But um, as far to my only knowledge, I was the first Black fellow that had been a part of that program. And if anyone is in infectious diseases, um, I think it's clear, you know, the, the program that this is. So for me, and um, having admired Dr. Ryback and his program for so long, I took a certain weight onto myself. And I think that I've often found myself in this position of being the first or being the only Black woman and honestly being the youngest. Yep. So um, it's been, you know, a whirlwind experience. And um, it's really taking a toll on my mental health. I often, you know, I talk to my students about this and they're always, you know, like, Dr. Jam, what should I do? Or what should I, you know, do now? And I tell them, take a break. You know, I think about your mental health. 
don't you have your entire life to do X, Y, and Z, sit down, you know, take a deep breath. And that's something that I've really had to work hard at. Um, I began going to therapy when I was in uh, my, my fellowship. Once again, in complete transparency, I went to the doctor's office and my blood pressure was 175 over 115. And uh, the physician, I remember he like creeped around the uh, table and he looked at me and he was like, are you okay? Like, you yeah. know, are you having a stroke? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, you know, he, he told me, he said, listen, you are probably going through a lot right now. I know how training can be. And he was actually a um, Middle Eastern individual. So he was like, I know how hard it is for minoritized individuals to be in, you know, these advanced training programs. But he was like, you have to take care of yourself. You have to, like, he's like, you are going to stroke out and you're not going to be able to, to be any good to anybody. So um, at that moment, I started taking hydrochlorothiazide and um, I started going to therapy. So I've been in aggressive therapy. And by aggressive, I mean, I go every single week. <laughs> I go one day out of that week. And I've been doing that for the last two years straight. So we moved here. I immediately, we moved to California. I immediately got a new therapist. And I continued to go to therapy because it was very important for me to work through uh, my feelings, to work through adequate expectations to set for myself. But also doing this equity work has also uh, forced me in the position where I'm constantly looking at just uh, the fact of the matter that inequities do exist. It's going to be a long time before minoritized individuals are able to experience equity. And with that being said, it, it's it's. It's exciting to be able to do the work because I know the work needs to be done, but I mean, it takes a toll on my spirit to see it, to have to knock on the doors, to go into the homes of these individuals in the communities, to ride down the streets and to see that they literally would have had no way to get the vaccine had we not come into their community, to have people come to the clinics and sob and say, I did not know how I would be able to get vaccinated, but I had to sit in the house with my husband that had COVID and unfortunately he passed away or to hear these stories of these people. I actually went into the house of a, um, of a family and um, the woman said, I just knew that, you know, my kids would walk into the room and find me and my husband dead because we barely made it out alive with COVID-19. When those people come to those clinics, they've had COVID before. Almost all of them have had COVID before. And I mean, when you think about the fact that minoritized individuals are more likely to work in these positions, to work in these essential worker roles, you understand that COVID-19 and other vaccine-preventable diseases, they're very much a reality for them. Dying as a cause of, of this pandemic is very much a reality for them. So I know that this equity work is important, but I mean, it kills me. And I didn't realize the toll it was taking on me until my husband brought it to my attention when I told him about what I wanted to talk about here. And he was like, you really, you have to pick yourself up after you do these clinics. Like, you know, you show the good parts. Yeah. But, um, you know, I really have to pour back into myself afterwards because it, it kills me. I'm like out for the entire weekend after we do these clinics. So I think it's important that, you know, we, we don't, we look at these people um, that do this work and we say, you know, I'm so happy they're doing this, but, you know, lift them up, you know, in those moments or take that time to, to, to think about them. And if you are a praying person, pray for them because, you know, it's not an easy work to do. So I always want to tell people to keep your mental health at the forefront. It's okay to have to take a step back. I mean, we saw Simone Biles, who's the best gymnast to have ever participated in the sport. And she knew that her mental health was not where it needed to be. And she took a step back. So if she can do it, we most certainly can.